Mostly murder. Mostly murder. Hello, welcome to episode six of Mostly Murder, the final episode of the current series brought, <laughs> brought to you after a how long hiatus? <laughs> Two and a half, three weeks. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, we were really bad. We had artistic differences. <laughs> yeah, I think I set you a really, really tough uh, theme for the final episode. Yeah, it was. It has been quite tough, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, so to, to recap for everybody, all of our listeners who I'm sure are hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just about to press unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe. So resubscribe <laughs> and listen to this art-themed murder. Tony Chums. Yeah, I set you the task of coming out with an art-themed murder and a good one, obviously. And you've come up with... I have. It was very difficult. Um, I did a lot of Googling. Uh, It was quite a difficult thing to Google. Most of the things that you end up Googling was either a a painting of a murder or um, a man who's bashed his wife in the head with a statue or something, which is a murder, yeah? But it's kind of straightforward and that's it. Yeah, it's a bit kind of... Bit kind of straightforward. Really, yeah. Yeah, We're not interested in that kind of shit. So, this week for you, I have one that is kind of famous, but also I didn't know about it. Yeah, no, from what you've told me briefly now, I wasn't really sure either. So, this week I'll be talking about the mysterious death of Edgar Allan Poe. Okay, yeah. Um, So I've gone for artist as in the arts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll accept that. That's absolutely fine. You didn't say paint. He was an artist. He was an artist. Yeah. So In his own way. Yeah, the mysterious death of Edgar Allan Poe. So this is something that has never been solved. Okay. Nobody still knows what actually happened to Edgar Allan Poe in his last days. And there's like numerous theories. So first I'm going to tell you kind of a bit about Edgar Allan Poe. Like, I hope you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Being I an English, English degree as well. Graduate. Yeah, I know who Edgar Allan Poe um, is. I know a little bit, little bit about him and I've read some of his work, yes. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about his early life. Yes. Rather than his Go works. Ahead. I'm not going to read The Raven. Far away. Um, and then I'm going to tell you kind of the whole death bit. Yeah. And then I'm going to tell you a bit about some of the theories that people have come up with of why how he died. Okay. From the kind of plausible to the ridiculous. Okay, cool. Okay. I like that. So Edgar Allan Poe is a famous American author. Yeah. I used to think he was English for ages. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew that, so it's one nil to me at the one minute. One nil. So he was born in Boston, in Boston. <laughs> Good start. Yeah, with the accents, brilliant. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Boston. The Departed. <laughs> in 1809. And he went to the University of Virginia, whatever. So yeah. he lived just with his mum. Like his dad left when he was like a year old. Okay. And then when he was two, his mum died. Oh, really? I know. Poor Eddie. And then, so he went to live with, like, this other woman. I think it was, like, his auntie. She was called Miss, okay. Mrs. Clem, anyway. All right, okay. Mrs. Fine, Clem. Whatever. And he got a girlfriend when he was, like, 15, but then she died. Oh. And then his foster mother... Oh, no, this isn't Mrs. Clem. Anyway, his other foster mother, she died. Someone else. So after that, he went to live with Mrs. Clem. Right, yeah. okay. So anyway, yes. everybody just kept dying, basically. So he dropped out of college, he got expelled, but then he got a job as an editor. All right, okay. So yeah. he was an editor at some place in Richmond, America, not London. Yeah, Richmond. Yeah. Virginia, yeah. Well done. Richmond, Virginia. So that's where he kind of started to write. So he started to write kind of fiction for the magazine that he worked for. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And he also started to do like really 
mean book reviews, less okay, scathing good. book reviews, apparently. Good. So he used to be quite mean about the books that he was reading. But anyway, that boosted the mag- magazine circulation by seven times. So oh, it increased really? its readership by seven times just because he was being a dick about other people's books. Fair and enough. he got fired twice from the same job. Really? And but, they brought him back. Yeah, they brought him back. You know, and like numbers. Numbers do the talking, right? Yeah, even back then. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, after he got fired for the second time from that job, he kind of had to leave yeah. for good. So that's when he started to become like a proper editor at different magazines and stuff. Okay. And that's when he started to write kind of short stories as well. So yes. during this time, he was editing stuff for magazines and he was writing short stories like The Raven. So right, at okay. this stage when he wrote The Raven, it was actually quite famous. Like people knew what it was and people read about it. Yeah, he wasn't quite a Vincent van Gogh uh, sort of character. He no. was he was appreciated to an extent. In yeah, sort of. He was alive. Yeah, like people would have known who he was, but he wasn't super rich and famous out of it. Apparently, no, I so. um, he made $15 from the Raven. How much is... In today's money, probably like right? £75 million. Pounds. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd fact check that one. I think I heard... I, I think that's all right, I think. I heard somewhere it's like the equivalent of like three months' salaries or something. Oh, okay. So he made a few, oh, a few oh, well, That's pretty good, yeah. Off it. So he got married to... I think it was actually a 13-year-old, but... We'll kind of well, okay. right, like fine. we'll kind of gloss over that. I mean, it wasn't fine then, and it will never be fine. <laughs> well, yeah, but, all right, yeah, we'll let him off. But anyway, he's dead, isn't he? His wife died. Oh, the little teenager. When she was well, she, she died when she was twenty four. <laughs> she died of tuber- oh, okay, right. she died of tuberculosis. Okay, yeah. Well, so after that, yeah. he just kind of got back into his writing and editing, yeah, and he was pretty gutted that all the... Like, so basically, like, his three major women Everyone figures in his dying. life keep dying, yeah. yeah. But he went back on his book tour, and then he kind of got in touch with, like, this girl that he used to go out with when he was a teenager, oh, and right. this woman called Elmira Shelton, right. um, and they got engaged. Oh, okay, all right, so it's looking up. Yeah, that jingling noise is the cat playing with its toy worm. Yeah, yeah, never mind that. Try and ignore that. Try and ignore that. Can hear that. Um, it's a magic worm and she really likes it. She does, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the magic worm. I don't know yeah. if we'll get some free ones out of this. Yeah, if any, <laughs> anybody who makes placement. magic worms, you know yeah. those toys on the invisible strings that look like them. a worm? Send them to us because the cat goes nuts. Well, she gets through them as well. She rips their heads off. So <clears throat> we're going to need some new ones. Soon. ASAP. Yeah. So anyway, back to Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. He's had a kind of an eventful life already. Yes. At this stage, he's like 40 years old. Okay. His wife has died. His mum's died. His foster mum's died. Yeah. He's a semi-famous author. People know who he is for The Raven. Yeah. He's a semi-successful editor. Yeah. Probably way more than semi-successful. But, you know, he's doing well. Yeah. Um, and he's engaged again to this woman called Elmira Sheldon. But 10 days before they're due to get married, Edgar Allan Poe will mysteriously die. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ugh. He kind of was in Richmond and he left to go to edit a book. Okay. And he kind of arranged that he was going to go and move his stuff back to Richmond or something. And he was going to go here, like just kind of, he was doing some admin stuff before the wedding, I suppose. Okay. All right. Well. So he went and he met up with um, his friend, who's like this guy called Dr. Carter for a bit, just for a chat, just stopped by. And apparently the doctor said, oh, you're not looking very well. And he was like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Whatever. But he never looked well, I don't think. No. All the pictures I've seen of him, he looked pretty sick. But after he left the doctors, the doctor realised that Edgar Allan Poe had actually taken the doctor's cane, you know, like the walking stick cane, and oh. left his cane behind. <laughs> so the doctor was actually kind of pissed off because apparently his cane was like a super nice cane with like a hidden sword inside it. <laughs> um, and Edgar Allan Poe's cane was just like a, a shit 
normal cane. Yeah, he, he pulled the old cane switcheroo. Yeah, well, apparently, I, I, read, or I read somewhere that, that he kind of was looking at the doctor's cane and he was like, that's a really nice cane. And the doctor was like, oh, thanks, I really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, I'm just going to go downstairs. And then he just left. <laughs> And oh, then, okay. Clever. Yeah, and then and then the doctor was like, kind of like, oh hey, where's my freaking cane? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So the doctor was kind of so he's wandered off with his sort of sword cane thing. Yeah, so he wandered off with his sword cane thing. Yeah, and then he actually wasn't seen for like a week. Okay. After that, until the third of October, when this guy who was called Joseph Walker was going to the pub, yes. that thing. Yes. Um, and then it was on election day, and apparently this pub in the olden days, they used to just do, like, you could vote in them. Right, okay. Because I guess they're places where people are going to be anyway, so they thought, like, may as well. Oh, yeah, two birds with one stone, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. this guy, Joseph, was on his way to the pub to either drink or vote or both. Okay. And outside he saw, like, this kind of man who was all d- delirious and shabby and all kind of, like, <laughs> semi-conscious. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh... No, just a kind of a drunk or something. A barfly, yeah. Yeah, but then he said that he kind of got a bit closer to him and he was like, oh, is that that man? That's fucking Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> like, that's a that kind of semi famous. I noticed him from the uh, inside sleeve of the book I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, I've seen a photo of him in a roll neck. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of etching or Victorian lithograph or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. So he was kind of like, oh, what's up, Edgar? Like, you don't look. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. look too good. And apparently, Edgar Allan Poe was like super kind of confused and delirious and kind of talking gibberish or whatever right yeah so this guy joseph was like do you know like come on put yourself together do you know anyone the name of anyone that i can give you to do you have any friends in baltimore it's in baltimore baltimore right yeah. okay which is dangerous <laughs> yeah i yeah, hear yeah. yeah so and then so poe managed in this delirium which i think is weird to go give him a name so he said uh jo- the name of joseph e snodgrass which i think is great because snodgrass <laughs> is like my favorite surname ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a solid surname yeah solid surname so this guy joseph wrote a letter because you know when you have to find someone quickly the post. The post, yeah, definitely. Although, to be fair, I think the post in the olden days was, like, way quicker, and they did, like, a bunch of different uh, deliveries a day, didn't they? Yes. So. Well, it was, um, at the time, it was it was an amazing thing to be able to send a letter and it appear, you know, in a few days at the other end of the But, country. I mean, I think it appeared especially in, like, in the a US. day. Yeah, especially in the US, yeah. They took it seriously, yeah, definitely. So, anyway, this, he, this, this Snodgrass fella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This guy wrote a letter to Snodgrass. So, Sorry, right. Which right, is a, a yeah. famous, a quite I'm famous sure. letter in the Edgar Allan Poe death mystery. Oh, okay. And it says, Dear Sir, there is a gentleman rather the worst for wear at yeah. Ryan's Fourth Ward Poles who goes under the cognomen of Edgar A. Poe and who appears in great distress. Yeah. He says he is acquainted with you and he is in need of immediate assistance. Yours in haste, J. Walker. Yeah. So he said, writes in this letter. And then after that, Dr. Snodgrass come. Yeah, as fast as he could. Yeah. yeah, and he brought Edgar Allan Poe's uncle, who's called Henry Herring. Strong name. Another strong name. Another yeah. strong name. And then they took him to the hospital. Okay. So, like, loads of people, and you included, actually, when I first told you about this, you said that you thought he, they just found him drunk in a gutter. Yeah. But apparently, although it does sound like he was kind of outside and semi-conscious, there apparently is no kind of, no one ever said that they found him in a gutter. This Walker guy afterwards never said he was like lying in the street or anything. Mm. So that's kind of like, just wanted to say that, just slander him too much. Drag his name through the dirt. Mm. So anyway, he was taken to the hospital for the ne- where he stayed for the next few days and he had this doctor called Dr. Moran. Okay. Like Dylan Moran. Yeah, but well, But it probably wasn't Dylan Moran. Moran. Yeah. Who... <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Well, you know. who And then apparently, so like over the next few days, he was like in and out of consciousness. He was like kind of a bit like hallucinating-y. 
Um, hallucinating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallucinating yeah. it. Uh, his answers were incoherent. The doctor said kind of un- unsatisfactory, which I think is... Oh, really? Well, so, that won't Yeah. Do. But then this, this Dr. Moran wouldn't let anybody visit him either. Oh, really? So over the five days, he wouldn't let anybody visit him. So all the, all the information we have about what Edgar Allan Poe's condition was like over that sort of five days or whatever in between when he was found and when he was died comes from this Dr. Moran who's changed his story like a billion times. So he is a shady character in well, this mystery. How was he shady? Because he keeps changing his story. Well... He keeps saying, making up different things. What did he say at first then? What, 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 so he wouldn't. Well, first, he wouldn't let anybody visit him. Yeah, okay. But again, if he's trying to look after the guy. And then there's two different times of death that he's given. Okay, how far apart were the two? <laughs> Only a few hours, but still he was there. Yeah, so surely right, he should be yeah, able to stick to his story. And then he's first said that his last word, Edgar Allan Poe's last words, were Lord help my poor soul, famously. Yeah, that seems a bit melodramatic. But then he also said that he changed his mind when he wrote a book about it later oh he really cashed in did he um, and he Brilliant. said that the la- in, the, in the his book about Edgar Allan Poe he said that Edgar Allan Poe's last words were which I think is this is a bit much for last words he who arched the heavens and upholds the universe has his decrees legibly written upon the frontlet of every human being and upon demons incarnate yeah I'm not having that like I don't think that's what people I'm will say when they die no not even Lord Oscar help my poor soul that, maybe maybe but he who arched the heavens and upholds it. No. That's a bit pre-rehearsed, all that. Sounds like he just wanted a more interesting ending to his book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rubbish. Not having that. So apparently while he was going in and out of all his consciousness and stuff, Dr. Moran also says that on the evening before he died, he repeatedly called out the name Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Okay. But, so, like, everybody has always been trying to find out ever since who this Reynolds guy might have been, and they never have worked it out. Yeah, that I mean, yeah. Yeah. One guy writing about it afterwards, because, like, loads of people have looked into this. I mean, mine is obviously the most groundbreaking work, but before (laughs) me, there were others. Yeah, this is most extensive. Someone else thought he might have been saying Herring instead of Reynolds. Right, Herring. I don't don't know. Uh, Who is the name of his... uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) the, The name of his uncle, Henry Herring. The strong name guy. Right, okay. But nobody still really knows. Yeah, well... Mm. Mm. He could, he could, that could just be a random name. He's he, he, on the brink of death. He didn't know what he was on about, does he? No, apparently I say loads he was of weird also stuff talk, in my sleep. Apparently he was also talking about a wife that he had, but he wasn't actually married at that time. But, you know, he was about to get married in like 10 days, so maybe... Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, he had a lot on his mind, definitely. He's delirious as well. Yeah, he is. But what was also weird about this whole situation was that when they found... So when Joseph Walker found Edgar Allan Poe, Edgar Allan Poe wasn't wearing his own clothes. <laughs> he was wearing someone else's clothes. Oh, okay, alright. So he was not wearing his... He had like a nice black wool suit quality. You know, he's doing alright. He's an editor. Yeah, he's been a bit but Apparently he was wearing some kind of like cheap cheap something suit with a palm leaf hat. So kind of like a weird... What's dr- a palm leaf hat? I don't know. I imagine kind of like a, a boater or like a... You know, like if you go to... A festival or tr- like a trilby made out of straw or something. Well, like kind of like a Panama hat. Maybe because Panama hats made out of like reeds and what some shit. Yeah, maybe. Okay, right. So he's not wearing his own clothes. Yeah, Doctor Moran said that he was wearing a stained, faded old bombazine coat, which I don't really know. What it is. <laughs> and also pantaloons of a similar character. Pantaloons. A pair of worn-out shoes run down at the heels and an old straw hat. So he was wearing like really ropey old clothes. Yeah. And then Snodgrass said that his hat was rusty and brimless. It was so old. Really? Rusty? Yeah, rusty and brimless. Okay. His coat was all ripped at more than one of the scenes. It was faded, it was soiled. His pants were half worn and badly fitting, if they fit at all. He wore neither vest nor neckcloth. And the bosom oh, of his dear. shirt was crumpled and soiled. And his feet were boots of coarse material. And they hadn't polished them in a long time. If at all. Oh, really? Well... 
penis. But what he did still have was the cane. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So Interesting. So he had managed to hang on to his... Um, cool sword cane which is pretty good and then Dr. Carter agreed to that and then actually they gave the cane back oh, the right. so we got, got it back got it back to the yeah, doctor got it back to okay the doctor, that's cool which is, right. you know like but then apparently also in the pocket of his soiled whatever ill-fitting trousers he still had the key to the his luggage trunk so he had some of his own stuff still right which okay. is quite weird so some people said that like maybe he just got really drunk and like changed clothes, which does happen, I guess. Maybe, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he swapped some clothes with his friend when he was drunk or something. Yeah. But yeah, so he died at whatever time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and. They didn't really know what to put on the death certificate. So congestion of the brain <laughs> is what was reported in the newspaper and a malady. So nothing really. So there are lots and lots of different things that people have kind of speculated happened to him. So I'll run you through them. Yep, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. But the saddest thing the saddest thing is that his cat died just after he did when it found out. Oh he really? Was dead. Mm. It was a cat called Katerina and it was his <laughs> beloved cat oh. his beloved tortoise cat. It's not very um, imaginative, is it? No. Katarina. So there are like, I've, on my list here, I have like nine different theories about okay. what happened to him. Right. Okay. So you have to give me what you think. Yeah, I, I've got a couple on my own. I'll see okay. if mine turn up in your okay, list. Okay. So theory number one. Go on. Beating. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So lots of people think that he was beaten up, basically, yeah, yeah. by a gang of ruffians. So they think he was in Baltimore, he ran into some friends, he joined them for drinks. Poe apparently had this this thing where he just, he was like a total lightweight. Like, if he had like one glass of wine, he was like hammered. (laughs) Okay, that Poe. Yeah, so like madly drunk after a single glass of champagne. (laughs) Um, So what the one, one theory is that he met friends, he had a couple of drinks with them. Um, and he left to go home, so he was kind of drunk when he was wandering around the streets, and then he was kind of robbed and beaten by ruffians, and then, I don't know why they would change his clothes, but maybe <laughs> maybe they took his good clothes, and... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he got some other clothes. We could have been attacked by, like, a homeless person who took his clothes. And, and then why would he give them the other clothes? And then someone else also said what? that, like, apparently Poe had, like, $1,500 in cash on him. Really? Yeah, because he had uh, for some magazine subscriptions. That's a shit ton. No, for some magazine subscriptions. But, like, no money was ever found. But then maybe he could have been mugged, and that's kind of. Yeah. But it says, yeah, £1,500 would have been an astonishing amount of money to have on you. That's too much money. No way. Well, as he traveled around, basically, he would, like, kind of try and get people to subscribe to his magazine. Yes, yes. He would, like, take the money. But you'd never get that much. No, that's so much money. Ridiculous amount of money. So that's theory number one, which I think is kind of, like, bullshit because he was, like, in a delirious state for, like, five days, right? Surely if he was, like, just beaten up. Yeah. I was beaten up. Yeah. But then it, it sounds like this doctor didn't do a, a really thorough check on him, and you know, medical science being what it was at the time, mm-hmm. it, he could have had any. He could have had something really wrong with him, and they just wouldn't have known. Yeah, that's so true. he got beat up, and they took his clothes and whatever. They didn't take his fancy cane though. Didn't take the cane. Yeah. When that's you weird. take the fancy, cane. well, maybe they Why weren't would you cane give him experts. A hat? Well, because back then <laughs> you had to wear a hat. You would be ridiculous. You could assault someone, but you wouldn't take that hat. <laughs> and if you did, you'd give them another one. A rag the hats were a big deal hat. then. You know what, I mean. you know what so, old people are like. So what do you think? Beating, yes or no? Um, yeah, I'd say it's possible. I'd put that in the maybe pile. I would like to point out that nothing... I'm not ruling that out. Nothing I've read said that, like he was bruised in his face. There's no bruises. It didn't look like he'd been beaten up. Well, maybe they hit him with... Um... Icicles. <laughs> 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 He's still getting bruised <laughs> 
No, wasn't it like the old wife tale? Have you hit someone with like a, like a fucking sack of oranges or something? It, it doesn't leave a bruise. Oh, really? It doesn't bruise. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's like an old trick for, you know, Beaten. 50s dads <laughs> to take care of their kids. Okay. I, I could be wrong. Okay. But I would not rule out, a, you know, a roving gang of kind of orange, orange sack wielding ruffians. Okay. Yeah. So maybe. Okay, maybe. Next one. Number Next theory is cooping. What's cooping? So cooping is this thing that they used to do in the 19th century, more that they used to do, that like gangs used to do. So you know there was a vote on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. you said there was uh, the gen- day of the general election, right? Did yeah, you know? something or one like of the that. days. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, what they- <laughs> <laughs> so what they would do in the 1800s, yeah. If what were- year was it, sorry? 1849. Oh, I'm, I'm American history, so rubbish. I would say that as if I would know. Oh yeah, yeah. that was the year that people, <laughs> I have no idea. No. Okay, let's assume that that's general election day. Something's going on. People yeah. are voting. For voting, voting. So anyway, this cooping was basically where you would have a gang of people who were up to no good, and they would kind of... <laughs> I like it. It was basically voter fraud. So what they would do is kidnap people, right. dress them up, <laughs> so okay. that they would be pretending to be somebody else, and then force them to vote for like a specific, like whatever candidate they wanted. To right, commit a voter fraud, yeah. basically. So like if I kidnap you, and then like I put a wig on you, and like push you in. Right, now you're yeah, this it. bloke. Now yeah, and then you come you out, idiot. and then take him to another voting station, dressed up as someone else. <laughs> And apparently, but apparently right, they would keep okay. them, like, drugged. Right. Like, so that they could just bamboozle them no, and make them do stuff. Highly suggestible, yeah. Highly suggestible. But could still vote. But could still vote. Still go pull the lever. But the, the, like, kind of pub place where they found Edgar Allan Poe was, like, a well-known place for people doing that as well. Right, yeah, yeah, because you just said it was where someone, where people were voting. They were allowed to vote on that day. Yeah. So it would make sense that he was nearby. And this so this is like one of the most common theories that like people agree with right. as well. Okay. Because another thing that they used to do apparently was like once someone had voted, like done their fake vote, they would give him like a drink and then he couldn't handle his drinks. Everything always comes back to <laughs> he doesn't handle his drinks. Yeah. So maybe he was kind of like delirious when they found him. But again... Delirious and drunk are two different things. Yeah, and again, I think, you know, he was... In the hospital for like five days, he would sober up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, unless they put something really nasty in his drink. Yeah, and then they um, kind of poisoned him by Like accident. some serious, like narcotic or hallucinogenic or something. Yeah, but that is a commonly accepted theme, that he was like seized by a gang because it was election time. Uh, apparently it was an election for the sheriff, I just seen it. On oh, the, okay, on right, it wasn't a general, it wasn't yeah, like the mess, general election. Okay. Yeah, so he was like dragged out and then they just got rid of him at the end when they were done with him. Right, okay. Do, is, is the put, this is a side point, I guess, with mm-hmm. Cooper. I was just sort of wondering, is it necessary, if you're going to commit vote fraud, to dress someone up in a different suit, like a shabby suit? Is that key to the, the I don't fraud? I know. See, I don't know if Because this was before photo ID, so does it matter? He's going to have Erica Helen Poe's face either way, isn't <laughs> Maybe it? Maybe they put a beard on him as well or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curly wig. Yeah. So possibility. I think that's more... Oh, right. Yeah, that's that that, 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 that kind of the stars align a bit more for that one, don't they? Yeah. All right. Oh, that, that's... That that's got the lead over just general okay. beating. So theory three, Go which on. is like a super popular theory as well, okay. is booze. <sighs> but, yeah, but he didn't seem drunk. No, he didn't seem drunk. But lots of like loads of people think that he was basically just drunk himself to death. Um, yeah. Because he couldn't handle his alcohol. Apparently, his sister had the same problem. <laughs> okay. But I did read or hear somewhere actually when I was doing my research that there is some kind. There can be kind of a biological thing where that you can't handle your alcohol and like a hereditary type thing. Right. Okay. It's. I, I don't think that's outlandish something to at do all, with whatever the, so, yeah. something to do with whatever breaks down the alcohol in your body. You don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's not outlandish at all. Yeah, the idea of someone not being able to take. 
drink on alcohol very well. But that said, Edgar Allan Poe was a, a big member of the temperance movement. Right, So okay. basically like the straight edge gang of the time. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could call it that, yeah. Yeah. No, he would have he never touched drink then because he would have hated it because all those temperance people were just pissed off farmers who were annoyed because some drunk, you know, hit them once. Yeah, although apparently he did struggle with drinking. I guess everybody must never have drink. drunk all the time. They would never used to touch it. Yeah, but he did, I think maybe he became, he joined the temperance movement because he was struggling with drink. Maybe yeah, he, there's he kind of a self-loathing element to so it. So people I'm who sure. kind of know him seem to think that he drunk himself to death. But then again, from my opinion, he was in the hospital for these days with his doctor. Was the doctor giving him more alcohol? Yeah, it's exactly. He, or it, it's, surely he would have to sober up eventually. Yeah. Or he would have to have been drinking himself for a long time to... Or he would have died quite a lot quicker from, you know, say if it was alcohol poisoning or something. Yeah. But then the doctor, that Dr. Moran guy, yeah. said that Poe was perfectly sober when he was admitted to the hospital. He didn't smell of booze mm. and he didn't drink any booze the whole time he was there. He just drank water. Yeah. And, like, if he did just drink himself to death, why was he wearing somebody else's clothes? <laughs> well, again, that w- I would say that, that that does actually sell... That would say a lot. Because when you get drunk, or if you get really hammered, especially back in the day, you might do something like that. That's not the weirdest thing. No, but it doesn't explain why he's missing for five days. I mean, like, it, say, say the cooping thing. Might do. So say the cooping thing, that he was yeah. kidnapped for five days, and I could see why he'd be wearing somebody Sent else's clothes. Sent around to vote for the sheriff. Yeah, and I could <laughs> see why he'd be wearing someone else's clothes, and why he would, you know, be... Yeah, that definitely explains the why he's wearing And why he's been missing for a while, because take, take, yeah. apparently they took them a few days before. Yeah, yeah. People probably went missing all the time, and they would show up. But then his friends... Wasn't it? His pal Snodgrass. Yeah, yeah. What did Snodders make of this? Snodders say it was drinking. Snodgrass loved temperance. Loved not drinking. He well into temperance. He was they? well into it. So he wrote like something. He apparently, yeah, he gave lectures afterwards, blaming Poe's death on binge drinking. Yeah, this seems like this that that sounds opportunistic. Like yeah, this oh, here, here here's a martyr for the temperance cause. Like let's but continue. That. Another fun fact. They took some of Edgar Allan Poe's hair years and years and years later and tested it. How'd they do that? Dig him up? No, they had some. Right, okay, fine. I think someone took it at the time as like a keepsake or something. (laughs) Okay, fine. All right, whatever, whatever. They tested it um, and they found low levels of lead in the hair, which apparently means that he wasn't drinking. Why? If you're drinking a lot of alcohol, apparently you have higher levels of lead in your hair, so he wasn't. We have levels of lead in our hair? Your hair can show you all kinds of things. Bits of hair. Will have lead in it. My hair will have lead in it. Not like a pencil lead no but I know I, yeah the element lead yeah really our yeah. body produces lead I don't know the full science of it I'm not sure about that yeah, but your hair, it, you, samples of your hair can tell if you've been taking drugs and stuff yeah I know that but it wouldn't be like oh there's lead in it oh, there's... well it would be because it would be like the reaction whatever reaction your body has your body produces lead <laughs> What? Why makes this Because that sounds that sounds like nonsense. I've What's never science? Heard that. I yeah, all right. Well, obviously. Can we look it up? No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Okay. Whatever the science was, I'll contest that. But that's kind of a side point. Oh, right. So basically, they tested his hair, and it said that he didn't have alcohol in his system. Okay, stop doing woman looks up thing on internet now because it's bad for podcasting. Come on. You're bad for podcasting. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. That just sounds mental. Your body doesn't produce lead. Lead is deadly poisonous to humans, isn't it? Pure lead. Lead poisoning. <laughs> Why are you asking me to... I'm just I don't wondering. fucking know. Whatever. Whatever. Right, okay. So someone tested his hair and he said, no, he wasn't boozing. Yes. Okay, so that theory's out the window. But that that hair test was done many years after he died, right? Yes. So it wouldn't always be really reliable. <clears throat> no. 
Okay, fine. Go on then. But one of the reasons why everybody thinks that he was a boozer is because he had this like enemy, this writer enemy. Ooh, obviously. Obviously, called Rufus Griswold. Good enemy name. <laughs> that's good. A that's, literary that's a good nemesis. Nemesis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Griswold. Griswold. Yeah, so, I can imagine him getting foiled and going, Griswold. <laughs> So after after Poe died anyway, Griswold, I don't know why, but they let him write his obituary. <laughs> um, which seems a bit, like, kind of... De- wrong, bad, bad idea. But bad apparently idea. it was, like, super li- libelous, and he wrote that he was, dead. like, a mad, drunken, womanising opium addict, and <laughs> that all of his stories were based on real life, like the Telltale Heart and stuff was all what based the, on real life. Fall of the House of Usher, the house disappears into yeah. the... Yeah, and he like wrote it in. He enjoyed the obituary so much he made it into like a memoir. Really? Yeah, but he signed it all with a pseudonym. Griswold was loving this. Yeah, and then that's why everybody thinks that Edgar Allan Poe died. Yeah, see, right. See, I was going to say this. My, uh, I studied him for a little bit at uni, right? And my impression of him was that he was this classic sort of archetypal suicidal drug addict, kind of like bum, penniless. His most famous work, The Raven, never earned him anything and all this sort of stuff. And he died in the gutter because that's just how he lived. You've been Griswolded. I've been Griswolded, <laughs> for sure. Definitely. Yeah, that Griswold has, has, uh, has mugged off many generations of young scholars with his lies. Prick. I know. Theory four. I think, although, don't, if you're the editor of the newspaper and you need someone to write your obituary, don't give it to the guy's nemesis. But it's Selmore. I'd say the editor, yeah, I'd say the editor is... Uh, I heard he actually managed to get... Play with fire on that one. Poe's family to, like, sign over the rights to all of his work. As well. Really? Yeah. This Griswold is... Um, Unsubstantiated. I didn't look into it that much, but I read that. Yeah. It was a great find somewhere. <laughs> Theory four. Go on, yeah. Carbon monoxide poisoning. Really? So this is a more recent theory. So this was in 1999. Right, okay. This guy called Albert Donne, like the sports trousers. Yeah. Remember? Was that the same guy? I don't think so. <laughs> this 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 guy was a public health researcher. So he argued that um, right. Poe's death was as a result of carbon monoxide poisoning from coal gas that they used inside. You know, like they would have been burning yeah, bad stuff yeah, all the time yeah, yeah, in the nice yeah. okay. yeah. So like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. Kind of, makes sense. So he took these clippings of the hair, oh, right, hair okay. again, because it's more modern day, and tested them to see if they could reveal the presence of coal gas. But the test was inconclusive, so everyone went, eh, and that's the end of that theory. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, shut up, Albert. So they still had the hair clippings yeah. in 1999. Well, I assume just lying around in like a sort of sandwich. Well, there's somewhere. an Edgar Allan Poe museum, so I think they keep all the stuff. The hair. Well, yeah. <laughs> Why are you obsessed with this hair so much? It's weird. That's weird, isn't it? No, that's a weird thing. Not really. Cut his hair off and then keep it for a hundred years. I'm sure loads of people have like One Direction hair that they bought on eBay. Yeah, but that's keep fridges, and then if one of them yeah. mysteriously dies, they'll be able to test it for. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. All right. Fine. Okay. No, but hang on. No, because millions of people would have died of carbon monoxide poisoning back in the day, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? I guess there was nothing about Edgar Allan's Poe that would suggest that he was any more exposed to carbon monoxide than anybody else. No. Everyone had coal fires and all the rest of it. So next. Yeah. Not even that. That's rubbish. Next one is heavy metal poisoning. Oh. Okay. So not like music. <laughs> Yeah. Not like metallic. Again, or thanks whatever. for clarifying. So when they tested the hair for car- the carbon monoxide stuff, the coal stuff, and that was like, well, I didn't find anything. But they did find like high levels of mercury. Right, okay. In his system. But apparently he did actually have cholera for a bit. Oh, okay. So in July, so he died in October. Had cholera for a bit? What do you mean? He, what? He got better. Oh, you get better from cholera? Yeah. Back then? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Right. So he was like really sick, and then he like wrote some letters. But he wrote some letters like a few weeks, um, like a month before he died, actually saying like, "Oh, I feel so much better." Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not cool. sick anymore. good thing that yeah. cholera cleared up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he got as a result of having cholera, which is shit. Um, the kind of drugs that the doctors prescribed was like this mercury chloride stuff. Why is it always the mercury and the arsenic? So he was taking mercury, which is poisonous. Yeah. And then uh, another doctor said that perhaps it was mercury poisoning because that could explain kind of the hallucinations and the delirium. That's right, yeah. But the level of mercury they found in Poe's hair uh, was still really low. Wouldn't have been enough. Wouldn't have been enough. No. Yeah. Uh, That's a shame because that that would have been quite good. Mm I would have been on board with that. But no. All right, okay. But that seems to make sense. So the next theory, this is a good one. Yeah. Rabies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is another kind of late on ones, uh, 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 like a theory that's come out later on. So this yeah. is from 1996. This doctor called Dr. Michael Benitez was doing kind of a conference and they're given like some kind of task that they do at the conference. So they're given a list of patients, not with any names, just with a list of symptoms. Yeah. And they have to diagnose, see what they think is wrong with them. It's a fun conference game. Sounds great. And then compare with the other doctors. Okay, fun. So he was given EP, patient EP, a writer from Richmond, and his diagnosis was clear, rabies. Really? Yeah. So he thought, um, so the symptoms were... That he was admitted to hospital, said Dr. Moran. Yeah. Dr. Moran. Yeah. Um, With lethargy and confusion. And then once he got into the hospital, he kind of went, like, rapidly downhill. So he got, like, delirious. Because I guess at the beginning, he was able to tell someone, like, oh, can you write to my friend Snodgrass? So he was kind of, like, half with it, at least. Yeah. And then but once he got in, he went totally downhill. He started screaming for Reynolds and, you know, like, all those kind of things. Having hallucinations. Yeah. uh, Shallow breathing, whatever. And then within four days, he was dead. And apparently four days is, like, the average kind of length of time really? that you last because you know you can have rabies for like months and months and months yeah that's right and then yeah. all of a sudden yeah you go nuts i mean yeah. go nuts probably isn't the medical term <laughs> no i don't think it is but i know what you mean yeah yeah you you kind of go what what you uh what do you call it uh they don't drink water they won't yeah hydrophobia it. yeah but if you know if you remember from earlier dr moran said he wouldn't drink any liquor he only drank water mm-hmm. yeah so he wouldn't so... have hydrophobia no. But then that again... That guy, he don't know anything. No, but then Dr. Moran is hardly the most yeah. reliable well, he was bit, guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he? he also seemed a bit... Because apparently moronic. rabies was really common in the 19th century. Right, yeah. Um, it's really hard to say <laughs> whether he had rabies or not. But a lot of people have said that his cat did die shortly afterwards. Right. So is so it possible that the rabies. cat had rabies and he was bitten by the cat or... You know, something along those lines. Right, okay. Or he could have been bitten by a rogue rat or something. Yeah. But then again, the kinks in the theory are what you said. Like, the hydrophobia thing didn't happen. He was drinking water until he died. According to his doctor, who gave two different times of death. Exactly, according to that great guy. Um, He was didn't have any evidence of, like, an animal bite or anything. No. Didn't have kind of, like, a wound. Yeah. Or anything like that. But apparently a but, few people did agree with it and say, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, see, an animal bite, you're not going to get eaten by a you know, bit by a bear, does he? Mm-hmm. When a cat bites you, it, yeah, you don't scarf no. ever. And, and in that kind of week, weeks or months, you know, kind of... Yeah, exactly. Cat, cat bit me a few months ago. I got the sign of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that kind of made people think that, yes, actually, this is a good theory or we can trust this doctor is that he, this doctor didn't have any idea who this person was when he did. Yeah, so it's, it's kind, kind of, of like a partial, blind... Yeah, yeah a blind test, yeah. Like if he... Some people have... The, I think the guy who... Yeah, the curator of Poe House, so the museum... Yeah. 
um, agrees with this theory, or he did at the time anyway. Yeah. And that was largely because he thought like this this guy didn't know anything about who it was. Yeah. So he's not he's yeah. kind of not as inclined to say exactly. oh well he's that pie he was a bit of a weirdo anyway wasn't he so he's probably got drunk or something. Yeah. So what do you think about that one? Rabies. Interesting. That's compelling. Interesting, but uh, I think there are still a few holes for me. There are. It kind of it, it has to rely on other stuff to not be true I guess mm, yeah. Um, but but yeah alright yeah I'll give that that's okay that's in a maybe pile yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah so the next theory uh, and this is another recent one is that he had a brain tumour oh, okay right. so I guess at the time they wouldn't necessarily have known what a brain tumour was or what the symptoms would be uh, no it would have been no it, but it <laughs> basically no yeah but it does go some way of explaining the change in his behaviour uh, right up until Right, right close till he died. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's symptoms of. Is that what happens with a brain tumor? But it happens in all sorts of different ways. Right. Okay. So when Pope died, he was actually buried like in an unmarked grave in Baltimore because oh. his cousins. Was that Griswold arranging that again? <laughs> Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> now apparently his cousins were just like apparently he didn't get on with a lot of people. Tight words. He didn't yeah. get on with a lot. You can have it in grave for Turner. Nah, nah, leave it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So anyway, he was buried in an unmarked grave because his cousins wouldn't shell out for a proper burial. Yeah, and they didn't, uh, they didn't get on. They didn't get on. All right, whatever. Uh, ages later, 26 years later. Sure. 26 years later. Stop <laughs> muttering. 26 years later, a statue was erected near the graveyard entrance. So oh, kind okay. Of like, All right, yes. uh, and his coffin was dug up and his body was exhumed to be moved like under the statue or whatever. But they had been like a cheap coffin. He'd been underneath, under the ground for ages. So when the actual people like pulled it out, all the coffin fell apart. So they actually didn't want to take the body out. They were just trying to move the coffin, if you know what I mean. But actually, the whole thing just fell down. So none of his body was left, obviously, because it's right away. It's been underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the grave digger people said that, like, when they were lifting up his skull or whatever, something was, like, rolling around inside it. So the newspapers at the time said it was his brain. (laughs) Which was like shriveled after three decades underground, and I was like, "Well, Doesn't not really." Go that way. No. no. So, like nowadays, obviously, we know that like it's definitely not his brain because like that is like the first thing that disappears. Yes. When you've been buried, but this author who wrote a book about his death was like super interested in this clod. Yeah. Or this ro- whatever this thing was. Right. Okay. Right, right. And he like spoke to a forensic pathologist, so like someone who deals in all that kind of shit, and they said it actually could be the leftover of a brain tumor that's calcified. After right. Death. Okay. So it could actually be a hardened lump of like kind of calcified brain. Yeah. So that could explain it. Or you know it could be like a bit of dirt. Yeah, it could, I don't know. Like I assume um, being yeah dead for so long, mm. I would say anything that you dig up is is reliable in any real mm-hmm. way. And I'd like to say that it wasn't kind of tested by anybody; it was just moved. And this is the kind of what someone who dug it up. Yeah, said. that's just yeah. But apparently, like a doctor in New York once told Poe that he had something wrong with his brain, and that's why he couldn't handle his alcohol. So okay, but again, hearsay, hearsay. Yeah, how did the, a doctor wouldn't you know no X rays no nothing. Yeah. So next theory, theory number eight, the penultimate theory. Yep, okay. Is the flu. Flu? Yeah. Boring. I know. Well, yeah, the flu. <laughs> the flu can be very deadly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but still, it's not very yeah. It's cinematic, is so it? So this goes back to that a few days before he kind of left or disappeared for a week. Um, a doctor told him he was quite sick. Yeah. Him, his, his wife-to-be said that she didn't think that he should travel because he was feeling quite a weak. The doctor told him not to travel, he was too sick. It was raining and cold in Baltimore, so um, some people think that kind of the, the cold and the flu got worse by the yeah. rain and the cold and from being outside, and then the high fever and the hallucination is confusion, which is from kind of uh, the pneumonia and kind of the fever that it's in. Yeah, okay. So actually, it kind of makes sense. It's a very boring but plausible theory. 
Yes, but... I mean, still, though, like, why is he not wearing his own clothes? Yeah, there's, there's, there's obviously a separate event that's happened before whatever it is that finished him off. Mm. There's something odd that's happened. Something strange there. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, but I don't know. And yeah. surely would would not the doctor, the <laughs> the dubious Dr. Moran, would he not recognise the symptoms of, like, a flu or a fever or something? You'd hope or so. Or is there anything you can even do for it there? I mean, I mean, my medical knowledge probably isn't... Back then, uh, I don't know. I think they were used to the flu. They knew off the Mm. Um, it wasn't completely alien to him how much they could have really done about it I don't know considering God I mean even if you look back yeah flu epidemics and stuff are still a thing Mm. so no I don't think even if the doctor did realise like oh this guy's got the flu it's kind of a death sentence probably but then I don't know because I don't know anything about medical science (laughs) so that's theory number eight plausible yeah plausible but boring so and then the final theory Although I'm sure there are like probably... Probably some others. Hundreds but... more. But the final theory yeah. is murder. Okay, right. So... <laughs> back on track. Back on track. Yeah, yeah. mostly murder. So uh, kind of a biographer, an author, whatever, who wrote a book about Edgar Allan Poe's death. Yeah. This guy called John Evangelist Walsh. His theory was that Poe was murdered by the brothers of his fiance. Okay. So he reckons that Poe actually made it to where he was going. So he made it to Philadelphia. Yeah. And then he was kind of ambushed by Shelton's three brothers who told him, do not marry our sister. Okay. So he was frightened yeah. by that. So he changed his clothes, <laughs> kind of in disguise. I know what I'll do, yeah. Hide, like, I'll hide in some kind of, like, ratty clothes, hid in Philadelphia, and then was his plan was, like, to hide out for a few days and then go back to Richmond. But they, um, it, this is all this Walsh guy's theory, um, that they intercepted him in Baltimore, beat him up, Forced him to drink whis- whiskey. Oh no. Um, which they would lead to deathly sickness. It's and they just left him. So they actually didn't really murder him, they just made him drink loads of whiskey. They didn't do a, a really thorough job of, of killing him if that was their intention. Mm. Yeah. So, that wasn't a good way to kill someone. No. But I mean, one thing that you could say, like, I mean, for me, that theory is like rubbish. Like, yeah, that's rubbish. That is crap. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, because again, sorry to return to this point, but. You put someone else's clothes on, fine, but you still got this, your face. You, he's still Edgar Allan Poe's face, and his brother, his fiance's brothers, are still going to see him. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I think the him wearing someone else's clothes isn't necessarily to do with his that hasn't gone down very whatever. well with book reviewers or historians. Apparently, was this was this a recent? Was that re, was that yeah, a, a kind of contem- Oh, two thousand really? Okay, yeah. That's, the only yeah, thing I don't know about that one. But the only thing I think that like it, it there could be a hint that he felt endangered because he did take that cane with the sword in it on purpose. Yeah, by all accounts, but. So again, probably. So he could tell. He saw the cane in the doctor's office. Maybe he just felt nervous. And was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then was like, "Oh, it's a sword." And he's gone. I'll tell you what. Mind do this later. Mm. All right. Okay. So what do you think? I am. Um, I don't think if he was murdered or someone did something to do to him, you know, to poison him, as I guess that would have been. I don't think it happened that way. The Cooper thing's interesting. Mm. Um, and I guess because it's in, in in a kind of circumstantial way. That would make a lot of sense because that was the day that they're supposed to be mm-hmm. voting for things, yeah. and he was found in close proximity to somewhere where people were voting. So that one's pretty good. I mean, what was the other one? <laughs> what else? Rabies. Rabies is. Rabies is interesting. Yeah, kind of it is interesting. But I mean, did he did he build up many enemies throughout his life other than his you know his fiance's brothers? Griswold. What would they have at Griswold apart from Griswold? What would they? Why would they not like him? What was wrong? He was okay, wasn't he? He had a job. I think he didn't really get on with people very well. Yeah? No. Why not? Is he just a 
weird I think guy. It's just difficult to get on with, yeah. <laughs> like you. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Oh, I know. Yeah, I feel his pain. Yeah. I don't know. I, the rabies is the rabies has stood out for me because there seems to be some sort of madness and it's not drunkenness. Mm. But he seems to be kind of like all delirious and weird. So, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I might go for that. But I kind of half want it to be something a bit more sinister than that. Yeah, a murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A murder. Um, but we'll never know. No. Maybe Griswold did it. It was Griswold all along. I wonder whether anyone's In the abandoned fairground or whatever. Yeah. What do you think? What, what, what's your... you done more than this? Mm, I think probably the flu. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think the cooping thing, it's like you you first read about it and you think it seems really far-fetched, but then actually it was something that happened. He was in the right place for it. He did seem quite delirious. Yeah. He did seem whatever. He Yes, he was in the temperance movement, but he did have problems with alcohol, so if that was something that they were using to, I don't know, keep them whatever, then it would have had a worse effect. Yeah, to keep them suggestive. Yeah, I mean, maybe it could have been like an ongoing alcohol problem I know he didn't get on with people very well no either like uh, part of the reason why he was buried in unmarked grave was like hardly anybody came only seven people came to the funeral apparently he didn't have very many friends (laughs) which is sad although then he met friends for drinks and stuff so I don't like there's conflicting yeah when they say stuff like that and it's all posthumous and it's it's something from back in the day they do try and make it seem like he's this like complete loner and everyone hating him but it's like like anyone some people you know some people I don't like but they've got friends yeah you know so uh, I don't know but but I think one of those things as well is is that his work inflected is is bound to inflect so much of people's opinions on him and the way he died because I think he wrote so much about mental illness and you know, even psychosis and uh, like, and, and well. they're really mysterious and odd and kind of the the really peculiar inner workings of the human mind. He was really into all that sort of stuff. He he wrote feverishly on that all that sort of thing, didn't he? He hasn't got a single nice happy poem, I don't think, <laughs> in any of his collections, does he? You think of all these really famous work. It's obviously a fall of the house of uh, the fall of house Usher and the Raven, which is kind of this demented kind of. Mm thing isn't it and then there's another one where him and he's he gets buried alive by his friend or something he gets like bricked up inside his own wine cellar or something the cask of whatever whatever it's called so i think that's always bound to have an impact and it may also give you kind of insight into maybe i don't know he did have some kind of mental illness well i don't think that is yeah i know it's not it's not not always causal people who write about mental illness or something mentally ill that's ridiculous but it's hard not to think along those lines and that was certainly the impression I had of him when I read about him. That maybe I was reading Griswold's maybe, I think <laughs> obituary, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a funny one. But uh, I, but with that in mind, I'd say rabies is is perhaps quite compelling. But I don't know. Interesting though. It is interesting. He was an interesting an, character. And does that count as an art murder? Uh, yeah, I have to give you that. Yeah, we've done murder-ish. It yeah, it possibly art. Well, it is. I would say it's a it's a kind of art. It's not the art I had in mind, but I only said it because I was looking at something we have on our wall right now. So um, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll let you off. And it was a good one. That was a good. That was good for Nali. He's an interesting character. Good. If any of when we our listeners back where have, we began. if any of our listeners have any theories, yeah, you can um, tell me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not that big yet. You can just go up to Sophie and go away. Just text me or give her a text um, or talk to me in real life or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, email me. Yeah, we don't have a Twitter or anything, so don't bother with any of that. And don't we remember any email either, so... No. So this is the last one. Yeah, this was the last one. This is a sixth episode. We've decided that we're going to kind of do the British sitcom thing and just do six episodes. Because, for now. For now. <laughs> because it's such a ball lake. <laughs> sitting down and doing this every week. 
Not that we've ever done it once a week. It's nice though. Thank you for listening. No, it's been great. It's been great. And we're going to come back, hopefully come back soon. Um, I've got an idea for the second series, the difficult second album. <laughs> um, but hopefully you like this and hopefully you, uh, you, you know, enjoy listening to me mumble. <laughs> um, if you can hear me right now. I don't know, and listen to Soph and her her uh, her stories about murder because she likes murder and she likes telling people about murders and stuff. So it's good to be able to just sit and do this, I guess, isn't it? Say thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll catch you on the flip side, motherfuckers. No, you wait. Hang on for the last time. You have to do the um. You got to do the catchphrase. Oh, a little bit of murder is good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Worst catchphrase ever. Okay, bye. Yeah, we'll work on it. Say bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.